see Nikita's um, uh, fucking rake. Yeah. Oh no, I haven't seen Nikita's rake yet. It's good, dude. I don't. You know, Nikita. He How like, is this motherfucker cranking the shit out? He came out of nowhere and he just like produces the most god his stuff is really good yeah it's insane i can't believe how how he does it so quickly so i guess this is how we'll open we'll start shout out to nikita yeah we could do it that way yeah let's do that so i love nikita you're you're an akita oh it's nikita okay it's nikita yeah okay nikita <laughs> it's a dude's name yes oh so all right, so that we'll 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 pretend none of that happened, and we'll start fresh, fresh bait. Yeah, we'll per, we'll pretend that none of that happened, and and just ignore all of the racist things David just said. <laughs> the I, racist I, things he said about women. You know, part of the part part of the reason, but only people who identify as women. Yes. Yeah. Uh, part of the reason we always have the rambling at the beginning is because it lends it, it leads people away from the fact that before that I had rambled even longer about something horribly racist and or sexist and or race sexist. Even though it apparently could be highly lucrative these days. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it depends on the circles you run in. Yes. So, uh... So I want to I want to take a moment because recently on Twitter uh, we have been graced by the presence of an artist by the name of Nikita Kaur. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, I think you I think he's Russian, so you got to make it more Russian. Nikita? No, I'm not. I'm I'm gonna embarrass myself again. It's pronounced Yuri Geller. <laughs> no, it's pronounced Throat Warbler Mangrove. <laughs> that but, reference went over my head I'm sure it did, Dustin? Mine too, but oh. I giggle when things go over my head Okay, that's a, and then that's wave a, my arms That's a Monty Python's Flying Circus reference right there uh, But anyway oh, well, I've, never that makes cared, it, I've never much cared for the British It makes sense that it went over my head if it's a flying circus Oh, yeah Zzzz <laughs> mm. <laughs> Anyway, we're off to a strong start tonight, everybody. Uh, I just wanted to take a moment to give a shout out to Nikita because his art—I I don't know how he does it. Like, we'll we'll do a, we'll do a thing, and then I guess he's been playing catch up, and all of a sudden, it, like, here's a drawing based on the or a piece of art based on the latest thing, and it'll be pretty freaking detailed. Yeah, I don't know how he's doing this. It's insane. And he must be some kind of warlock. Just guesses what you guys will talk about and, like, does a rough version of that. <laughs> and then, oh, okay, here's how I finish this. Yeah. <laughs> He's a... Oh, man, I'm, I'm already off my game on, like, trying to be zingy. <laughs> I'm already, like, think of something clever. Nope, nothing coming. That's okay. That, that's, it's, uh... good, it's good art. It's good art. It's good art. You don't have to come up with something zingy when it comes to good art. We actually, um, I consider myself, and actually I consider the podcast, both Midnight Marinara and Undercooked Analysis, very lucky that we have some talented artists among our listeners. Uh, when, I mean, all over the place. Uh, obviously, shout out to Beth, uh, Beth Morton, who is usually pretty keen on putting out something uh, based on some of the really 
pretty fucking stupid requests that we present sometimes, and yet there they are. Uh, I really enjoyed the last piece she did, which was the uh, Stranger Danger Squad. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was funny. Yeah. Benson in the background. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, who knows what uh, today's episode will present from either Beth or Nikita or any other artists out there who feel like randomly giving us art because we asked them for it, even though they should probably be taking commissions because they're, you know, good artists, and good artists deserve <laughs> good commissions. Nope, nope, yeah, not, nope. I don't, I don't think uh, we're going to get something from Chelsea right now because she's working on something extra special. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway. Now, will it will it involve uh, pornography? Uh, well, that's... I mean, you can follow her porn blog. <laughs> I just remember the, <laughs> the, the first piece of fan art she did. Well, one of the first pieces of fan art she did. And uh, it was very, uh, very particular. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. I know you loved it. Oh yeah, no, are you kidding? <laughs> it's blown what was up. happening in the pig? Not the art. What was happening in it? That's the, what you love. It, it is blown up. I know you've seen this. It's blown up and hanging on my ceiling over my bed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not the only thing that's blown up. Oh, <laughs> oh. So welcome. I swore we weren't going to do a giant ramble at the beginning, but welcome to Undercooked Analysis. Hey. This is the first episode we've recorded in October, the best month of the year for people like us. What? Or the, the busiest busy... month of the year. <laughs> the what? The busiest month of the year. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. I was about to say the busiest, honestly. So uh, at the time of this recording, I'm almost finished with uh, what should have been September's episode. <laughs> um, oct- and the two for October are already in the works. So uh, don't worry. I'm sticking to things uh, just fine. Uh, and uh, joining me tonight on this uh, crisp uh, autumn evening are uh, my co-host, Dead Palette. Hello. And uh, I'm not sure what title you hold at this point, Dustin, but this is you, you're becoming quite the regular these days. Recurring guest. Recurring guest and spokesman for Tales That Chill. <laughs> That's the name of your show, right? <laughs> On the nights that are dark. On the nights that are dark. <laughs> he's my friend and yours, Dustin Kosky. Hi, everybody. Hi. So, since it's uh, since it is October and we're gearing up for uh, All Hallows Eve, I figured we should start with a. I actually want to do a Halloween story today. Today, cool. today, tonight. I couldn't decide if I wanted to say today or tonight. <laughs> And that's why we're reading Grand Night at Halloween Mansion. Yeah. So let me let me do the first paragraph. Hold on. Uh, that's we'll do a popcorn style. Here we go. Man, I hate it when Jack Skellington moves into the haunted mansion. It's the fucking worst. That's the end of the story. Okay. So then a skeleton popped out. Then a skeleton. Yeah, he did, and he went. And everyone was happy because he popped out, and he wasn't in the mansion anymore. Yay! Ooh, <laughs> that's twist that's ending. Twist ending. <laughs> The skeleton has been kicked out, <laughs> and we're all safe now. Yeah. <laughs> Popped out of our lives forever. After saw, popping in. <laughs> I saw Plague of Gripes, like, leaving the, the greatest tweet uh, that I had seen in a long time. He's like, if humans evolve from skeletons, why are skeletons still around? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
There we go. If I'm not funny tonight, I'll just steal tweets from people who are funnier than me. There you go. I mean, we all know that you're just a giant fucking plagiarist, so I mean... You, the, you're at <laughs> least providing attribution, so that's exposure. <laughs> yes, I'm, I am one of those exposure merchants now. <laughs> what? I read your story. It's giving you exposure. Oh, well, did you credit me as the author? Yeah, in the description under all the different things that say check out my patreon check out my tumblr check out my uh check out my red tube check out my... i have a red tube i haven't put anything on there yet son I, I, one day son one i'll be day. watching <laughs> go subscribe to me on red tube <laughs> <laughs> this is my plug for the night <laughs> Could, our, our, okay, we should, we should, I should probably tell people what the story is, though. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. We're going to read a story called The Masked Man. Starring Jim Carrey. Starring, uh, <laughs> this let's, is let's, a... let's not r- ramble anymore and talk about what happened on Tuesday, October 11th. Something happened on Tuesday, October 11th? Today... <laughs> I drove my seven-year-old son James into town to go to uh, to go Halloween shopping. I didn't have to buy any candy this year because we live in a cul-de-sac out in the middle of a farming community on the outskirts of the city. This is starting to sound like me and you unintentionally plagiarized something, David. I moved last <laughs> I moved last year because I had divorced my wife and lost my old house along with custody of James. It's rather the shit end of the stick, but James and I love Halloween. It's one of the few times of the year that Tracy finds it acceptable for my only son to come visit me. James stays with her on every other holiday throughout the year, his birthday and everything else in between. I get to see him only on my birthday and the week preceding Halloween, unless this high bitch court finds <laughs> this high bitch court finds it suitable for him to come spend the night every once in a while <clears throat> frankly <laughs> frankly i'm surprised she let him come shopping with me so <laughs> just like him writing in his diary <laughs> as if he's dictating it to himself yeah it's well... it's it's a little weird because the rest of I, I, yeah, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because it's, I mean, it's just really... like, I guess this is a diary. That's yeah. It's okay. Whatever. That's the impression it, it, we... I'm getting, but I don't know. It's kind of weird. He's, he's not really describing events. He's more describing his situation, which is, which isn't what people do in diaries. Maybe it's a blog. Or... Maybe it's a really maybe it's uh maybe it's a dad's rights advocates blog. <laughs> it could be. I mean that's a that's a big issue these days. But I don't understand what high bitch court is. It's uh <laughs> what dad's rights advocates call courts in general. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, anyway. Upon perusing the aisles, James showed a strong affinity to a flamboyantly green and purple Buzz Lightyear costume. It's really typical for a kid to have an eye for the most expensive thing on the rack, but I didn't have the heart to say no to those bottomless blue eyes. He also picked out all the house decorations. I know we won't be getting any trick-or-treaters out where I live, but adorning the exterior of our house was always one of our favorite things to do together. Hmm. 
that is uh, very realistic for a father to do. That's that's divorce. It's like I really need to buy this child's affection. Yeah, that's um. It's a sad state of affairs, but I like it. It's realistic. It's a realistic problem. This is, you know, checking the boxes for creepypasta in my book. I'd say yeah, so. This should have been the first paragraph. I mean, this is actually setting up stuff and describing things, and you could get the impression this is his son of divorce. I, I mean, uh, there's been a divorce. Yeah, I guess you don't lose anything by cutting out that first paragraph. Well, yeah, except not high bi- except high bitch court. <laughs> high bitch court is a good line. Um, and I feel like um, you could take bits of the first paragraph and then feed it in, but have it be more like he's been talking about this before, like we've been seeing it in the context of a journal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you don't need... You, unless this is when the journal is starting, why would he be talking about this? Oh, yeah. Maybe he started it because uh, this is the first weekend in a while um, he's been able to spend with his son, as far as we know. Like, I don't... How do we... Does it say how long ago... Oh, they moved la- he moved last year because he divorced his wife and lost his old house. So maybe this is like a new beginnings kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. I mean, not just in terms of the house, but in terms of the journal. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is also really antidine, because, like, why, why are Buzz Lightyear costume, and it's expensive? Okay. <laughs> well, maybe maybe all the... Bu- maybe it was... It's like... Uh, maybe there was a Toy Story resurgence, and... Uh, I mean, do we even know when this is set? Yeah, it's no year. Mm-hmm. This yeah. was... This happened in 96. There you go. What if, um, I mean, what if it was like the situation with Frozen where they were selling out of, uh, you know, Elsa costumes and you had to go in the back and get an artisan one for your, your daughter because she really want, desperately wants it. But then you keep getting weird phone calls from like other people who talk about the precious things you're going to lose. By the way, you guys should go back in time and listen to management. That was a good episode. Yeah, again. Like, half those views are mine. It's like, I wrote this thing, and then it happened. That's entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of people, though, I uh, I was talking to uh, uh, our good friend, uh, Miss Dead End, also known as Sade, mm-hmm. and she said that management is actually one of her favorite episodes. Yeah, that and Tito Taster. Because, and not because I wrote them, but because I wrote them, and then they, they were made, and I didn't have to work. <laughs> Friday, October 21st. Okay, yeah. We, we're jumping ahead in time. We're jumping ahead about 10 days. It looks like James and I will be having some competition for the Best Halloween Decorations Award, which sadly, in this neighborhood, is only a pat on the back. When I lived with James and my ex-wife, he and I won the trophy every year since he was three. Oh, so this dad's a Halloween enthusiast. I like this guy. Reminiscing aside, the next-door neighbor is really giving us a run for our money. He did... Quite the splurge on decorations. He did quite the splurge. He did quite the splurge. <laughs> he did quite the splurge. Okay. Um, he must have ordered everything online because, aside from the cliche "Happy Halloween" banner and the like, the festive treasures found on his house and lawn were nowhere to be seen in the store where James and I shop, which sold only festive decor. The fellow garage door sat below a strand of kite string, which hung dozens of expensive-looking bones and skulls. 
he placed several other bones sticking straight up out of his lawn. There was no collar or detail, just random bones placed here and there, strewn about his unkempt lawn. Truly, though, he's nothing. What? <laughs> what? He's got nothing on our Halloween decorating skills, just scattering the bones of his previous victims all over the place. He's nothing. He's nothing. I mean, the re- don't. I mean, I probably should mention the reason my wife divorced me is because I was a cannibal. But I have sudden flare-ups of bitterness. <laughs> that might also have been a contributing factor. <laughs> I want to. I want to imagine that this is just. Uh, this is just um, now. This is from Jeffrey Dahmer's perspective, and he's just like, this guy doesn't know shit. <laughs> Unless he puts his fridge out. I'm going to have to outpace him. I'll just get all my tubs of lye out and put them in my yard. And just push random neighbors into them as they walk by. Uh, it's going to cost me a fortune to get the blankets to cover them and the leaves. and I'll, I'll have the kid do it. Yeah. Um... Saturday, October 22nd. While walking through my house at dusk, outside the dining room window, I noticed a quick flicker of movement, dash in and out of my peripherals as I was preparing for James's week-long day. I inspected. I don't even know if I should be glad I did that. I walked back in front of the window and saw the same animation, but this time in the center of my vision. I walked back away from the window, and slowly, I peeked out from the corner of the glass. I made out the shape of a the very top of a person's head peering over the top of the fence, and it seemed to be watching me. Whoever it was ducked down again right after they realized they had, we had made eye contact. I backed away from the window. I don't know why. I crawled over to the family room window, which was about 15 to 20 feet to the left, but facing the same direction as the dining room window. I kind of like this image of this dad just like, what the hell? And then just like doing this... Like, you know, it's, that's something you would, I feel like you would do as a kid, you know? My nothing neighbor mm-hmm. is moving next door. Is moving around next door. <laughs> Better uh, watch him. <laughs> oh, it's just Wilson. He's just trying to give me advice again. I gotta tell him, no, 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 Tim. <laughs> oh, no, he'll tell me that. <laughs> Never mind. That's how, that's how it works. Um, I stayed knelt, timidly but curiously grasping the curtain. I ever so slowly pulled back the cloth, only to gaze upon the masked fellow who was snooping around behind my property. This time, I saw his entire head. The mask had a gaping, dangling mouth, similar to the mask used in the Scream series. The only difference was that the jaw of this particular mask was swaying about in the wind, and it also had teeth, long, thin, fang-like growths that appeared almost like the strands hanging from the mouth of a whale, although fewer in number. The expression on the mask was plain, and the color was rather pale, with slight gray discoloration. It didn't have a goofy smile or an intimidating stare, just a mouth hanging wide open and a couple of perfectly round, beady little chameleon eyes eerily shaded. So I think because we're talking about Halloween, and we know that like Halloween is safe, and there are people who say that it isn't, whatever, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like Halloween is supposed to be scary, but safe. Something about this is just coming off so cheap and plastic. Yeah. 
it's it doesn't feel scary or intimidating it's like this person was wearing a scary mask on that time of the year when everyone is wearing a scary mask well i don't think he, he i don't actually get the impression that our our dad here is intimidated though he's just po- stating what he saw no but it, it seems like that that's that is trying to build towards that and it doesn't you feel like the, not, the author's yeah. intention is to make it be creepy in this context yeah t- yeah, maybe not creepy to our narrator, but it's supposed to be like, oh, this is setting up for something, but it doesn't really feel yeah. it's not successful in that. Those are so that's a weird way to describe teeth. Like I've never heard them described as growths or whale strands. Makes them sound like he's got hair in his mouth. Uh, you, for a fun science fact of the day, that stuff in a whale's mouth is called baleen. <laughs> yeah, it's used to filter plankton and krill and all that. Yeah. It, it, this thing is very weird looking, I admit. It, yeah. it's way more weird looking than it sounds creepy. Yeah, I'd just say it's like, oh, this is weird looking to me, so. Do you want me to if just. Had... Oh, sure. No, I'm saying, do you, do you want me to just finish up this paragraph and then we can. Sure. Okay. After about 10 seconds of observation, one of the eyes appeared as if it was steadily drifting off away from where it was fixated, and very slowly began to scan to the left. And as soon as he seemed to lock to where I was, he quickly disappeared. Hmm. Okay, October 25th. I don't really know my neighbor, much less where he gets all of his decorations. I noticed a new ornament of sorts on his front, uh, in front of his door today. It was a ceramic bowl full of guts, comically placed where he could place a bowl of candy where he too lazily to answer the door for trick-or-treaters that sentence that sentence worked perfectly fine i am just illiterate (laughs) behind it was a large piece a large white piece of paper bound to the wall of his house bound to the wall would you describe a piece of paper as being bound to the wall of someone's house no i would say taped or tacked. Taped, tacked, yeah. Um, written on it in nearly illegible chicken scratch, take one. The whole sign had bloody fingerprints smeared all over it. More convincingly yet was the bloody tape. So it was tape. Okay. okay. The bloody wall, and the wall was bloody. Yeah. Nearly the entire wall was smeared in brownish red. Spooky. The streams of blood that ran from the handprints were strangely enough dry i didn't know they were made novel they made novelty blood that could dry like that okay so it's it's real blood mm-hmm. spoopy spoopy mm, pretty spoopy pretty spoopy uh there's a lot of crazy perverted people out there oh shit son i've only ever spoken to this guy once and it was around the time that i moved he seemed rather distraught As I approached him, I asked if everything was all right. He said that he was late for work, which was odd because it was about 8.30 at night. I asked him where he worked, and it revealed to me he was a biologist that worked at the military base with no other details. (laughs) Keep keep going. It It was strange. Every time I saw him after that encounter, his pants had traveled to his ankles, up his ankles another centimeter. Midlife growth spurt, I guess. He was henceforth stumbling around awkwardly and tripping over himself. 
My other neighbors and I mocked him from time to time. I remember one specific instance when he was watering a shrubbery and one of his knees gave out backwards, kind of like a large bird's leg, a pelican or perhaps a heron. It looked excruciating to me, but he just walked it off. I've only ever seen him outside again once after this display, but it was months ago. <laughs> okay, that would never fucking happen. No. No, if no, guys... no, no one's leg would go the opposite direction, and someone would be like, nah, huh. I'm not gonna... Oh, okay, I guess, he, I guess he's fine. Well, yeah. don't that be at all. <laughs> like, I, I guess the bystander effect is really, really strong in our narrator. Yeah, okay, I was about to say, are we just getting the narrator, uh, the, the perspective of a dad who has no sense of context clues? Like, he just seems really dumb. <laughs> and this this isn't technically wrong. Um, so, you know, maybe I'm just nitpicking here, but he says, I really don't know my neighbor. Like, singular, so maybe this is okay. But why does he know his other neighbors, but not the one directly beside him? Because he's weird-looking. I mean, he's having a midlife growth spurt, and his leg's broken, and he works late. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, my God. And last month, as I walked to the mailbox late one afternoon, I heard his kids crying frantically, screaming almost. It continued into the evening. The noise stopped eventually, though. I was having trouble sleeping th uh, through that horrifying racket. <laughs> I I sincerely hope he had his parenting privileges revoked. However, I've never even seen his kids. Let's hope he's only an uncle. Oh! Okay, that's bizarre. Uh, it, you know, the story was building up to be about, you know, father-son bonding, and maybe something bad's going to happen to the kid. But, it, like, I don't give a shit about the kid. I think that that's where this is going. I think, you know, place on my bets, I think the kid is going to get hurt or abducted or killed. And I don't care about the kid. Me and that's not good. It's like... My neighbor, has, my neighbor has come over and he's placed his hands on my neck and is starting to squeeze. <laughs> then he left. That's odd, I thought. But I decided it was just his way of greeting the neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just think, um, I have a sense that we all, I think we're all pretty, I think we all know where this is going to go. Yeah, we've all heard that Ray Bradbury story where the kids play that, uh, what's that game called? Uh, the, uh, the October game. The October game. Yeah, we've all read that Ray Bradbury story, story entitled, Let's Hope He's Only an Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday, October 26th. Ever since James arrived, James arrived earlier this week. He has simply abhorred uh, po the idea of removing his costume. Little Buzz has been running rampant throughout the streets, quoting Toy Story. He hasn't disrobed once since he put it on, save for when I demand he allow me to wash it because he's quite literally rolling around outside in the dirt. <laughs> Clearly, this child needs his father in his life for a little bit of discipline yes oh my god i i have <laughs> that's that's when the story is most successful when it's father son 
Yeah, and that's what We're it should have been focused on, that. just making weird little anecdotes about the neighbor. I feel like they front-loaded this neighbor way too hard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Just like... The fake blood on the side of his house is attracting a lot of flies. That's strange. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Dustin, it's your turn. I haven't seen any more of that weirdo in the mask lately. Probably some mischievous kid from the neighborhood behind mine. It's a cul-de-sac, too, just the bigger one. There's a dirt road that accompanies an irrigation canal separating the two neighborhoods. My house is the farthest house from the main road, and the canal runs parallel to my fence. I don't know of any bridge he could have used to come across, but I never look back there, and I don't particularly care to. I kind of like that detail. Like, uh, growing up, uh, the house I lived in, I was actually um, uh, abutted this like huge uh, like drainage ditch, like a big one, and it connected to the uh, it connected to like a, a naval weapons station and. Uh, there, so the back of our property was this huge stone wall, this huge brick wall, and you'd go out there in the backyard, and if you looked out at a back window from the second floor, you could see this huge, deep, um, and pretty wide, actually, um, uh, ditch. This, uh, did, I wonder if ditch is the word for it, because a ditch implies it's really shallow. No, it was fairly deep. And uh, every so often, um, like animals would come up from it, like possums and raccoons and stuff. So, uh, I, I don't know. It just tickles my uh, my nostalgia a little bit there. Did any weirdos in masks ever pop out of it? Well, one time, but I don't like to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> Let's just press on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. David, you made, you made that sound a little bit too realistic. <laughs> uh, it's, maybe, a joke. it's a joke. It's a joke. Or is it? it well, is. I mean... Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so Neighbor yeah, Man... Yeah. Let's, neighbor let's Man. Pre- let's press on. Neighbor Man bought... Sidekick an... of illiterate man. <laughs> <laughs> we have a sidekick at last. Neighbor Man bought a new ornament. 200 feet of lights to accompany the 200 feet of intestines he had previously thrown all over the tree in his front yard. The lights coexist uniquely with the prior decor. Though all I... Though... All I could smell when I went outside was the burning odor of the sizzling ensemble of mixed match decorations hanging from the tree. The moisture of those oddly genuine-looking innards had adhered to the archaic uh. festive bulbs, producing a deep red glow. Intentional or not, the smell was almost enough to coerce a complaint out of me. Almost. Come to think of it, the smell wasn't so bad. Almost like barbecue. <laughs> okay, so this is not throwing up any any red flags that hey this plastic intestine smells like barbecue it smells so much you can smell it from the next house Uh, man come this this is size collective size this is this is this is less the neighbor being creepy and more cry for help (laughs) please Please stop stop me me. Oh, our uh, timing was good. Yeah, what yeah, do I is, have to do? Yeah, this is turning into American Psycho. You can almost oh. hear the uh, the Candyman theme in the background. You know, the do 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 do. October twenty eighth. Halloween. 
I'm going insane. No word, simply uh, no simple words can properly describe what I believe I have witnessed. As the sun was setting this evening, I got another glimpse of this masked man. What I saw now was not at all what I would describe as a mask. No! I was, I was sitting in my living room reading. The bay window in my living room overlooked the entire street. I had my blinds open, and I started and looked up. I, uh, I had startled and looked up. What? I don't know why I had startled. He'd startled his kid. <laughs> I he saw told- my kid. I looked up <laughs> and out of the window towards the nearby, uh, nearly dissipated sun because I had heard what sounded like an asthmatic man gasping for air through a megaphone over the top of a vocal frightened cat. <laughs> come on, dude. <laughs> That's all I got for that. It's just come on, dude. Okay. I stood up <laughs> from my couch and walked briskly towards the window. I cut my hands above the uh, my eyes to deter the sunlight and pressed my face against the window. And I saw it. It was a pursuing uh, it was pursuing a small cat it ran like an ostrich (laughs) where it was not bald and discolored it was spotted with long patches of spindly hair and a network of pulsating blue veins thinning isolated strands of gray colored flat uh, gray hair flat against its flaky decomposing head it's flapping low hung chin keeping rhythm with its bounding stride as the sprinting thing began to overtake a creature built for agility. Ultra-thin, ultra-broad shoulders dutifully bounding up and down in harmony with its tree-branch-like arms, easily giving it at least a five-foot reach. Mammoth hands, chopstick fingers, and those repulsive, uh, I was about to say charmeleon, chameleon eyes, (laughs) buckets of drool split impatiently from behind its hellish teeth. Uh, Split? Spilt. Spilt. I can read. No, I can't. Emaciated, (laughs) stilt-like legs completed the horrific image. Altogether, I observed an eight-and-a-half-foot freak show show, with greasy hair practically leaping from yard to yard chasing this poor kitten for a reason ostensibly beyond simple sustenance? Sus- sustenance. Sustenance. Sustenance, my friend. You're good. Poor kitten. Don't worry. For a reason ostensibly beyond simple sustenance. Oh, okay, that didn't make sense. It's I a fancy way. Su- I, I read that as, uh, as sustenance. I understand the word sustenance. I just didn't. I'm just an idiot and didn't think that it would be placed there. And I'm like, that can't be sustenance. You see, it's a fancy word to say he wants to eat the cat. Uh, no, no, he wants to do more than eat the cat. He oh. Wants, what other eldritch things does he want to do to the cat? He wants to eat it and then regurgitate it and then eat it again. That's all. You know, that's... <laughs> Okay. But when when he said this damn thing is eight feet tall, I was thinking Bubby the Clown. Oh, no! <laughs> this is Bubby without his makeup on. No he, one... did, he, wasn't, he wasn't running to eat the cat. 
everything he does to cats is a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys, what's happening is he's he's seeing uh he's seeing Alf in his old age. That's Alf running around out there. <laughs> trying to hey, eat. Any nineties kids remember Alf? <laughs> I wouldn't even see what eighties kids remember Alf. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Uh, um so can I just say for a second we 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 just got our monster described to us, you guys. And we're not even halfway through the story. Oh. Okay. Oh. I um I don't know how to He's getting it. a He's getting a little breakout the thesaurus with saying things like his shoulders are dutifully bouncing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> ultra thin, ultra broad, ultra man. He's pretty his ultra. Very loyal, his very loyal shoulders. His shoulders. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, excuse me. Ah. So are we are we scared? Is this a is this okay for but is this a compelling image for a creature? No. Okay. Because <laughs> um, I don't sorry, think so. The, the word use it sounds like he a mishmash of stuff from the rake and I ma- he made it tall and thin like Slender Man and that sort of thing. I do like the detail he ran it ran like an ostrich, but then that just makes it comical <laughs> sounding. That that was what I was going to bring up is ostrich. Okay, uh, the rest of this yeah not doing anything for me. Well, I just picture, you ever see, like, those doofy uh, gifs of, like, you know, uh, weird Sonic runs? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I just picture, like, one of those, and the legs are literally, they're stiff, but they're just cartwheel, they're just circling around the center of the body over and over again. It's got this, like, doofy expression on its face, or it's got, like, that whole wheel legs thing going on, just like, oh. So the the stiff legged thing makes me think it's doing a silly walk after the cat. Oh my gosh! It's uh, it's John Cleese. He's he's just chasing a cat. <laughs> Who's John Cleese? Uh, Let's read the next paragraph. Uh, it's a Ministry of again Monty Python reference. I know, right I'm, over your head. I actually, I actually fucking know. I'm me. I was trying to make a joke. Uh, <laughs> oh, I couldn't okay. tell if that was a joke or not. Much like the time that that masked man peered over my wall. Um. The cat approached a fence on the left side of the street. It leapt towards a delusion of safety. The beast proceeded to effortlessly jump from the sidewalk over the lawn and snatch the animal from the top of the fence with its talon-like claws as a falcon might. The cat didn't stand a chance, nor did it even manage to voice a squeal. The thing disappeared into the shadows with its er, meal? A fr- unforgettable two and a half seconds. So is he is he talon like claws? So maybe we should ask, how does he know that he doesn't want this cat for food, and why are we now saying that he wants the cat for food? I would assume that he wants the cat for food, right? Any natural person would come to the conclusion Dude, that this monster is chasing cat for food. I would chase a cat for food. Uh, do you guys know Harry S. Plinkett of Red Letter Media? Yes. I don't know. Fuck this cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And eat it, and then I'm. Good. Oh my god! So there, that's that's it. That's who this is. That's Mr. Plinkett. It's just Mr. Plinkett running around chasing the cat. I hope that this ends with our narrator and his son getting shat on by this monster. <laughs> uh, I hope it ends Let's... with 
I hope it ends with like he comes out and this this uh and this his neighbor is just there talking to his son in his Buzz Lightyear costume. He's like, "Did you ever realize how much uh, Toy Story ruined Star Wars?" <laughs> I mean, come on. But you know, George Lucas didn't ruin my childhood. <laughs> Polio did. <laughs> uh, then I thought of my son. He could have very well been in the place of that plaintive animal. Yeah, because your son is the size of a cat. No, I should never say such things. Yeah. Regardless, what am I to do? Forgo what little time I have throughout the year with my boy because a scary monster is on the loose? Yes. Tell my ex-wife that my neighborhood is in the middle of nowhere? That my, or my neighborhood in the middle of nowhere has become too dangerous for our son to stay with me? Yes. Buy a rifle and hunt that thing myself? Maybe. No matter. We're only two days until Halloween. I doubt there will be any more trouble. What the fuck? His language is getting crazy pretentious. <laughs> wouldn't it? Be, I love that the, the narrator really, like, no joke, just straight up said, wouldn't it be terrible if this monster killed my child? <laughs> wouldn't, mm. that, wouldn't that be awful wouldn't if my you, only son died? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you feel bad if my son died because of this intrinsic connection I've established with you as, a, as an audience? Not that I could do anything about it or will. <laughs> I wouldn't protest in the streets about it. I mean, that would be making a scene. Oh. Yeah. Um, October 29th. Uh, I've only sat... Uh, I've only... Mm, come on, Brandon. The word only is not even there. How are you coming to this? I've thought about calling the police, but for what exactly? I definitely couldn't call in and report a burglar or even anything human for that matter, because they wouldn't be looking for what I needed to be caught. No one can. Can we hear the squeaking? This incessant squeaking? I can't. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? I guess oh, that that's, you... that's Cassie meant... flipping out. Why is Cassie you... flipping out? She's got a new toy. Aww. I, I thought yeah. you meant, like, the squeaking of the story as it tri- very awkwardly and uncomfortably to make this work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Earlier tonight, my neighbors threw a streetwide costume party at their place down at the entrance of the street. I didn't go because I had to work late, and after I picked up James from his friend's house, we anticipated having a game night with just the two of us. Sometime during the night, James took a bathroom break. He was gone for over 15 minutes. When he returned, he seemed excited to inform me that he had looked out the living room window in between the blinds and saw what he described as a really tall, weird-looking person with a bag running patient, running patiently to the house where the party was being held, empty bag in hand. According to James, it would disappear into the backyard of the house and te- ten seconds later, bolt out of the yard with a full bag and tear off towards my neighbor's house wearing a costume. It repeated this process several times, each time wearing a different costume than before. (laughs) How do you... Hide your wife, hide your kids. Hide your wife, hide your kids. Hide your costumes. (laughs) How do you run patiently? I guess I just picture, like, um, just, like, it just flapping back and forth, back and forth in front of the house until waiting for an opportunity to run in, and then just jumps over the fence. <laughs> but you can you can almost hear the the slapping of its feet on the ground, like. You know, spe- speaking of running patiently, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, you know what speed walking is. Yes. Sure. Where, 
yeah, where you walk, exercise. but you where you run as fast as possible without lifting up your feet. I never understood why people would do such a silly thing that makes you look so silly until I, I went into childcare and you like tell the children to stop running in the halls and it's like stop running and then they immediately like go to speed walking and it's like oh that's where it comes from. Uh huh. Yeah. Or if you live in like New York and you're you see people walking in the street really fast to get anywhere and they have this very particular kind of walk. It's basically speed running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Um, uh, whose turn was it? Uh, it's mine. Sorry. Okay. Anyway. He he said that on the last round, it stopped in the middle of the street, cocked its head to the right slightly, and its right eye slid to the side of its head and stared right at him, as if there weren't blinds between them. He said that it then turned its head 180 degrees and locked eye contact with him, and then its colossal mouth sluggishly transformed to a pro- from a probing expression to the widest smile he thought he'd ever seen. Millions of teeth were his exact words. Speaking now, of his exact words, what were his exact words? Colossal mouth sluggishly transformed into a probing expression of the widest smile he thought he had ever seen. I, 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 Son, I told you not to look at Dad's thesaurus. <laughs> what is? Do we know what this dad does for a job? Does it say anywhere? Uh, he's divorced. He's prof- He's a professional divorcee. <laughs> Dad's right. Collecting so collecting so much alimony from his ex-wife. <laughs> well, that's how that works. Leading her dry. <laughs> maybe maybe they worked it out in the in the divorce like the custody uh, agreement that she would just give him a shit ton more money, but he can barely ever see his son. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> Everything he's saying and doing is completely justifying the decision to give him barely any custody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think this is a dad's rights advocates any story, a, a father's rights story anymore, because this father is disappointing. We're trying to paint dads in the worst possible light in this story. It's not like we Unintentionally. all have... Unintentionally. Do, do, no, it's not like any of us have dad issues or anything. Um, Try to find out if I'm joking. <laughs> no, my Jesus dad's, Christ. <laughs> no, my dad's oh, great. Oh. Honestly, so fun fact: my 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 dad is actually the uh, he does the the fiddle music for the beginning of uh, Midnight Marinara. Hmm. Oh, neat! Yeah, that's his that's his fiddle. He's a fiddle player. So glad you could give him a gig. How, how, uh, so, like, how often does he do? fiddle stuff does he do it regularly or does he just kind of like have it as a hobby uh well does he, he, does he just kind of fiddle with fiddles <laughs> these days he does <laughs> he used to fiddle around he fiddled around and fell in love and that's how i came into being <laughs> i hope he doesn't get violin no never <laughs> he's 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 a pretty mellow cello okay what? let's stop this string of questioning <laughs> and continue <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. I love you, man. Um, uh, I think uh, I think you're up. Uh, I think you're up, Brandon. Oh, so I am. <laughs> Let's get away from these weird dad issues. What do you mean? <laughs> huh? What do you mean weird dad issues? I. What? You no. said that his smile <laughs> then hastily collapsed. Dropping his chin to a visible freefall, which ended in a swinging slap on his chest. And then darted off 
into my reclusive neighbor's yard. And that's when James decided to come and alert his finding, um, me of his findings. I thought that it was kind of a horrible monster smiling at a my beautiful boy. I despise the idea. I tried to envision what that particular smile might look like, though I really couldn't. I didn't even think of flapping mall, a, a flapping mall of that gargantuan, gargantuan had muscle to maneuver that flailing chin in the first place. And then again, it has to eat something. <laughs> da, 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 da. Can I just say that the the reason I laugh so hard is dropping the in, the chin in a visible free fall. Just makes you think of those moments where like a cartoon character looks at someone and and they get shocked and their their chin actually hits the floor. So yeah, basically, well, it says that it hit his chest or something. <laughs> it's Large Marge. And we're just gonna keep finding allegories for what this monster actually is. It's straight up Large Marge. Sunday, October thirtieth. More decorations were, stealthfully as always, erected by my mysterious neighbor. A couple dozen or so skeletons, all different sizes, all dressed in cliché Halloween attire. There was a Marilyn Monroe skeleton, a Darth Vader skeleton, an Abraham Lincoln skeleton, so on, so forth. Every one of them was strung up by the back of its neck, feet swinging, head looking down. I really wanted to ask this guy how he comes up with all this, where he gets it all. Perhaps if he knows that last night's rain washed out the color of most of its little knickknacks. Gotta hand it to him, though. That slew of morbid decor in the combina- in combination with his filthy, rundown cobweb-covered home emits a true horror novel, <clears throat> true horror movie feel. This guy is. Oh, this okay. guy is a class act. This dad. I want to know about the Darth Vader skeleton and if it has <laughs> one hand, because I really hope it has one hand. <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. Otherwise, it's G- not accurate. Given that the um, twist okay. here is obviously that uh, a lot of the Halloween decorations here are real. Spoiler alert. Oh shit! Uh, do you think that's actually is that actually <laughs> the skeleton of Marilyn Monroe and what a really the skeleton of Darth Vader? I think it's actually the skeleton of Darth Vader. I'm convinced. Wait, how would you know it was the skeleton of Darth Vader? He's all covered in armor and stuff. Because it's very tall and a hand is missing. Darth Vader is very tall and already has a hand missing. For all I know, he could have just hung up a Darth Vader suit, and just because there's other skeletons, he could assume there's a skeleton in there. So when he goes over to ask his neighbor, his neighbor just pulls it down and goes, Surprise! And it's empty. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, that, oh, no, that surprise! There's that... a cat skeleton in there. That assured me that there was nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. Uh, it's now okay. So where where were we? Uh, it's now. It's now. It's now. Okay. Um, it's now just past midnight. I just got finished with my work. I brushed my teeth, and now the doorbell's ringing again and again and again. Reluctantly, I rise up and walk towards my front door. Oh, okay. Uh, I open it. My neighbor. No, the freak next door. But the fellow who, uh, no, not, no, the freak next door, but the fellow who lives behind me on the other I, side of the canal. I assume Can I read that no, again? I assume he means no, not the freak next door? Because that's not your fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Too busy, look, never mind. 
<laughs> he's disgruntled. He's practically out of breath and is threatening me about something, but none of it is sinking in because no, uh, no, uh, because one of the skeletons hanging in my neighbor's tree, a newcomer, is staring right at me. Its jaw unhinged, unlike the others. The small, it's smaller than the other skeletons and appears to be dripping with something. Moonlight revealed, uh, revealed to me its eyes, big blue eyes. Oh God! Really? I turned to face the. I turned to face the man yelling at me. Uh, him. Him. You listening over there? Me. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, you guys. I'll let you guys do this part. Okay. Yeah. The hell you trying to pull? You almost gave me, gave my wife a heart attack with that mask. Apparently, my son. Oh. Oh. Okay. I mean, I. I, Do you mind if I take this bit since you guys are doing the him and me? Sure. (laughs) Yeah. This story just suddenly turned into an early, an early deviant or an early fan fiction, like my first child's first fan fiction kind of story. Do you remember the like the <laughs> Oh god David. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, my son and I aren't the only ones who have spotted the neighborhood missing link. How could he possibly confuse that thing with me? Yeah. Um, and don't try and smooth talk your way out of this one, pal. I saw you jump the fence <laughs> saw you jump clean over that fence of yours. The hell you managed to do that it is still a wondering What's this guy's accent? I just still, crawl. No, no, I think I think he's like a, a blackface character. Like I'm still a wonder in that one. <laughs> I think that that's literally what this is supposed I, to be. Oh my God. I'll stick with my current voice and still crawl back right to your basement. It's dark and all, but no doubt it was you, pal. I'm terribly sorry. I improvised. I don't know what came over me. If there's anything I can do, why are these all three separate quotes, and why are you saying I improvise? I I don't know. Need from a hat. Apology. <laughs> my my heart sank. Wait here. There... There's no way I'm. Go oh. go go go. I'm running like a fool into my own house because this asshole bangs on my door at twelve fifteen in the morning to tell me he saw this thing jump into my basement. With my trembling hands applying convul- applying convulsing enemy to <clears throat> energy to the doorknob, I turn and fling the door wide open to reveal my son, sleeping, facing the wall just as I had left him. Figures. He's never all the way under the covers like that, but it's a look li- but it's a bit cold in here. God damn though, this guy at my door really does have some nerve. He scared the shit out of me. Me. Sorry, I just Aw, save it. I ain't give you no shit. I ain't give no shits at all about your problems. You just stay the hell away from me and my family, you hear? Yeah, sure. A calming chuckle digs its way into his angry tone, and I recognize those freshly familiar bottomless blue eyes stuffed inside the head of that skeleton. I gotta hand it to you, though. I nearly busted out laughing when I saw you running around wearing that little kid's Bud Lightyear costume. Original author unknown and probably (laughs) better that way. (laughs) Original author is currently being sought. (laughs) (laughs) 
under investigation <laughs> for crimes against literature. Oh boy. Okay. Ooh. So here here's this comment by Dinner is Ready. Too complicated. Please reply and give a detailed explanation about it all. Reply from Mr. Gillespie. Basically, a weird the weirdo's neighbor is a freak job in the mask. That isn't really a mask. It's a human disguise is just that. The decorations are from where it's murdering other families slash individuals in the cul-de-sac and stringing them up. And the protagonist's son, Buzz Lightyear outfit, that's his name, by the way, uh, is the latest victim in this horrible neighbor monster of this horrible neighbor monster. There you go. Okay. So. Tiki Toby, one, five, six. So the kid dies in proper ellipses. That is harsh, man. Just harsh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Mr. Dead One is responding to this, saying, Death is just a part of life, my boy. <laughs> I wonder what is what Tracy, his ex-wife's reaction, will be that James is dead. <laughs> I love... Uh... Well, if, he, if he's anything like her ex-husband, she'll just be like, that... I got suspicious when I learned that James was dead. I love the fact that there's a comment here by uh, Ghost A7X that says, Fuck yeah! Abraham Lincoln! Illinois doesn't get enough credit for having one of the greatest presidents to ever fucking live! In um, response, right, you... Abraham Lincoln was a good president because he was born in Illinois. Nice work, Illinois. You must be so proud for some reason. The next person's like, dude, Thank you. calm down. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Uh, Abe Lincoln was actually born in Kentucky. <laughs> he was uh, he was governor of Illinois. That's. Did you know? Probably what's he, what he's thinking of. Did you know that Abraham Lincoln was actually Colonel Sanders? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know Colonel Sanders is the reason why all chickens cross the road? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway... Uh, I this is one of those stories I came across from this is another story from David's past that he found while first really discovering creepypasta and thought it was eh then thinks it's much worse now now that I have a better understanding of the genre it no it's just there's so this is up this... there with um, Pale Luna, right? <laughs> <laughs> I figure I, I, every so often I got to a... share something that's that I discovered from my past that wasn't as good, that not many people know about. This is like showing one of those terrible 80s cartoons <laughs> that you used to be a huge fan of. Hey, Paisanos, I... it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. <laughs> now back to Giltar. <laughs> Oh, man. Skeletor, what do you think of this? Nah, I think it's terrible. 80s kids remember. I think it's terrible. 9 out of 10. <laughs> what? Skeletor, why would you give it 9 out of 10? <laughs> because it will spread great evil through the world. I don't know. <laughs> I'm tired of your whining and your bumbling. This went off the rails. Well, you could tell... You can tell, everyone, that none of us are really on our A-game tonight. And I apologize for that. 
Mm, it's appropriate given the content of the story. Yeah. There's like the nugget of something there, like contextually, but like just the the story. You know, you could have saved the hanging skeleton bit. This is something I thought of. You could save the hanging skeleton bit till the end of the story after you think you see your your son in bed, which I assume is the mm. creature. <laughs> His eight foot tall son in bed, facing Again, the wall. It was all descriptions of things that weren't interesting. Yes. And all of the stuff that could have been interesting was not described. <laughs> until the really until the really dumb neighbor shows up. That, oh. that <laughs> If you saw like a giant running around and it snuck into a guy's house, would you run over to that guy's house and bang on the door and ask him to explain himself? I imagine you'd call the cops. <laughs> And then maybe call your, get in touch with your neighbor, be like, there's someone broke into your house, you gotta get the fuck out of there. You yeah, jerk. What are you I doing can't. running around being eight feet tall? Like some kind of asshole. Why are you running, why are you running around like a sonic stupid run? Doing impossible, doing anatomically impossible things. This this is like Buffy the Clown. I don't know. Well, the, it's not that bad. But it, it this is not begging serious critique. It's It's not... Up to snuff. I don't no. know why we're legitimate. We're trying to legitimize this by like, there's this plot. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there, there there's is a lot a, of them. We're just having fun talking. This is the point where we're just having fun. No, it doesn't lend itself to serious critique. We're just go. We're just as as writers. All of us are writers. Are like, what would we do to make a story like this better, if possible? For one, uh, kid. The kid is everything. The kid. You're the father of the kid. The kid needs to be held up. We care about this kid. Fucking tell us about the kid. Seriously. <laughs> Fuck the monster. The monster's unimportant. Tell us. Tell the us neighbor. That. The neighbor needs needs to either be way more fleshed out, like he like there might be some false uh, uh, red herrings where he shows. Oh, it's just a completely normal decoration I put up here. Feel it. See that doesn't feel like blood or. See, that's not really intestines, so that it's more so that the guy has a reason not to be suspicious immediately, and um, yeah, it need, that needs to be more subtle. Yeah. Um, and furthermore, I think if you're going to describe a weird thing running around, you should probably make it a little more bit more convincingly, like I don't know. Not a giant ostrich running monster, even though I like the detail of this weird guy running down the street like an ostrich. It's taken weeks for anybody except our hero to see the thing. Also, how clearly it was killing everyone at that party and just stuffing them in a bag and getting away. That that detail just amuses me to no end because it's just I just picture it like jumping over the fence and like everybody's kind of like a like like just like a. NPC in a game, they don't notice when one character disappears. <laughs> yeah, they're they're all in the same place, and that's the worst time for you to attack. And it's attacking then, and if it can attack then, why hasn't it just killed everyone in the neighborhood already? If it's that efficient of a killer. Seriously, we we luckily, don't even. Luckily for it, these humans have no survival instinct at all. <laughs> it's like the happening. Oh. <laughs> 
Jesus. Yeah. Maybe that's how we explain this away. Maybe maybe it was all killer plants. There you go. <laughs> it's all hallucinations. The masked man was a killer plant. <laughs> With blue pulsing veins. The villain of the story was actually Poison Ivy in the background all along. With a big food of penis. <laughs> uh, freshness rating? Uh... Bubby the I... Clown out of anime. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going with. There you go. Well, uh, since this was kind of entertainingly bad, I'll give it a negative two out of ten for accidental entertainment. I'll give it a I'll give it a, a bowl of organs on the front porch out of ten. <laughs> I can't tell if that's good or bad. Well, they're real organs, and uh, you really. Oh, just, okay then. But they've been left out to spoil, so you can't even take them and sell them to you know to med- you know medical professionals for money. Very wasteful. There's a there's an idea for a story. What if this whole thing was happening, and then like you know you got a body snatcher kind of person. Here's a here's a story prompt for you kids. You got similar premise with someone using really weirdly realistic Halloween decorations. What they're doing is they're you know they're using every part of the human just like they've been taught. When they've ca- caught someone, they take them and they sell all their perfectly preserved organs to science, and then they uh, you know or to or to hospitals or whatever backroom shit, and then they just take the bones and they make cool Halloween decorations. There you go. Make it work. Or or, or somebody instantly get suspicious because that looks so much like uh, actual human organs and stuff uh-huh. and smells like it and things like that. The police get called. They bring it into the lab after arresting the guy and all the lab test results say, no, this is just plastic or something like that. But people can hold it in their hands and they swear it's <clears throat> just uh, it's real organic material. So, are, is there a mass hallucination going on there? Maybe that's hmm. more fanciful, but it's something. It delves at least the humans. At least you can have the humans re- acting like humans. Then that's true. Like how would you make this thing that's that realistic? It's like, well, that's a trade secret. I want. It's like, well, I want to make a dildo out of it. <laughs> Dude, uh, you are the dildo. <laughs> Be the dildo you always wanted to be. Ostrich monster pwn. Oh, dear God. I give this story photo hyper-realistic dildo out of Cassie squeaking her toy and going insane. Uh, give give Cassie, a, give Cassie a, a good scratch behind the ears for me, okay? <laughs> she doesn't like that. Oh. She's opposed to that. What does she like? She likes biting your hands. She's a huge fan of that. Oh, that's a hmm. That's how she likes to be pet. She, she likes to she she likes it when you pet her teeth and she clamps her teeth down on your hands. R- remind me not to pet your dog. Oh, she'll she'll she that's she's she's a unique one out there. I can tell. Uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, thanks for. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, uh, that's our first in this hopefully well, uh, not completely terrible series of Halloween-ish stories we might be covering this month. Uh, uh, thanks to my 
excellent co-host, Dead Palette. Are you still on track for opening your Patreon here soon? Yes, I'm opening it this month. Excellent. So you should all go and see about throwing some money at Dead Palette. Hard, wrapped in a brick. Or donate <laughs> it to uh, Patreon instead. Mm -hmm. uh, the other way would only be but if you're willing to make the journey. I don't yeah, know. The brick, those... the brick is better because I get more of the money. You know, you don't get the Patreon cut. So just throw it through my window. It's easier that way for everyone. Glass glass is overrated anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you, we also, and uh, thank you to uh, Dustin for coming back to hang out with us again. My pleasure. So, if you enjoyed this show, you'll also enjoy. The new Chilling Tales podcast, Simply Scary. We perform new and exciting and more to the point and even more horrifying audio stories Ooh. with host with host GM Danielson. Follow Chilling Tales for Dark Nights on Facebook or Twitter. Show will start on October 11th. Stay Stop. tuned. Ah, uh, that's what's starting October 11th. Yes. Yes, only that. Mm-hmm. Cool. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.